0: for a weekend getaway in a beautiful setting and the opportunity to further empower yourself? Well, then join Marie in Sun Valley, Idaho for the 12th Annual Sun Valley Wellness Festival, May 22nd through the 25th. Marie will be a presenter at this year's festival and will be teaching the class The Energy Medicine Experience on May 24th, as well as a three-hour workshop Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life on May 25th. This is a great festival full of incredible speakers and activities. For more information, visit www.sunvalleywellness.org.
1: everyone, and welcome to the Marine Menu Cherry Show. We are live at noon in Seattle, and it's actually quite beautiful. My car said it was 50 degrees when I pulled in into the parking lot. I'm wearing capris, a little cold, got my ski jacket just in case, but it just feels like it's time to bring out some of those spring, hopefully pre-summer clothing. Anyway, so I'm risking it for the day and driving around with the sunroof open, hoping to get some rays (laughs) of sunshine into my vehicle. At any rate, today we're talking about subatomic particles and manifesting, because one of the things that is happening all the time, whether you're aware of it or not, your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs are attracting trillions of subatomic particles into your life, into your reality, and projecting even into the future. So it's really important that we maintain our thought processes as closely as we can to the things that we truly want. Not the things that we're scared of, not the things that we don't want. That's how most human beings believe they need to live or participate in the earth plane. They believe that they need to worry about the things that they don't want to have happen. And then they bring trillions of subatomic particles to those experiences and actually send out energy towards what they really don't want. And if you tend to do kind of a balancing act between focusing positively towards what you want and then also worrying, you kind of, you know, scratch it out. You kind of bring it back to a zero balance. You're really not sending all those trillions and trillions of subatomic particles into your future and really focusing positively at the moment of your life. You're basically balancing it out so that you're not getting exactly what you want. It's kind of a frustrating experience, actually. At least it is for me. It's a very frustrating experience. So we have Eric in the studio, of course, today. Hello. Hey.
2: Good afternoon, Marie. Yeah, Great good to afternoon. see you.
1: It's wonderful to have you. And Eric's going to be doing a little running back and forth. Karen, my lovely assistant, is actually in Wyoming in the Tetons. She'll be skiing hopefully by tomorrow. She said they got two feet of snow there. All right. So, um, well, so have fun, Karen. Yeah, it's exciting. So Eric's going to be running back and forth. Um, well,
2: you know, I had a health screening today, yes. and they said my good cholesterol was uh, too low, so they recommended more cardiovascular exercise. <laughs> exercise so this is perfect this is just like you know divine uh, intervention here
1: now that's a perfect example of positive subatomic particles trillions of them feeding your lovely good cholesterol reading <laughs> that's yeah. right that's right <laughs> yeah that's fantastic I, i'm listening uh, you are you are <laughs> So everything in the world is made out of subatomic particles, absolutely everything. Even this radio station, the chair I'm sitting on, the headphones on my head, the radio that you're listening to, even my voice that's coming across and moving into your ears, all of it, everything in the entire universe is made out of subatomic particles. So that means that you're also manifesting and creating at a split second every moment in your life through subatomic particles. So it's so important to stay focused on what you really, really want especially if you can feel it because feelings, energy moves in the body based on how you're feeling, especially if you can feel it as if it's already here. So I'm going to go over a few updates and then we'll go straight to the phone lines and and happily answer questions for people. On April 9th, we'll have Dennis Flaherty, a Vedic astrologer here in the studio. We're going to talk about the economy and of course, as always, he will take your phone calls. He's been here several times on the show and he's one of our favorites. I'm sure you're all excited to have him here. And then on April um, 15th, I will be teaching a class. It's called Embrace What Is. It's about surrendering at the residence. No, excuse me. The Courtyard Marriott at Redmond Town Center here on the east side. It's between 7 and 9 p.m very fun class and all the classes I teach I do readings for individuals so it's really fun to come and get a reading or really fun to listen and watch someone else getting a reading I always call it the hot seat and then on April 24th I'll be at the Bothell East West Bookshop teaching a small class on past lives so seating is limited there's only about 50 space um, seats available usually East West Bookshop um, luckily attracts a large volume of individuals um, at their shops for their classes so the phone number to register because you can't register for that on my website is 425 Actually, I'll start that over again, 425-487-8786. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines, Eric?
2: All right. But before we do, I, I quickly want to give out the toll-free line Wonderful. for everybody in the world to call into the show today, because <laughs> that's what the show is all about, yes, folks call it in. you bet. So you can call us at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Or if you're in the Seattle or Bellevue area, we'd love to hear from you at 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven, And right now we're going to talk to Lisa calling all the way from right here, Seattle. Hey,
3: hi
1: Lisa. <laughs> hi. Happy happy um new moon. Yeah, I thank you. Yes, yeah. the new moon is in Aries. Yeah. Yeah, Yay. yeah. So what can I do for you? Well,
3: I um had a health assessment the other day, mm-hmm. and one of my figures was up a little bit, and I'm wondering if you could check my energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, is, so have you been really worried about this? Because even as I approach your aura, I feel stress and anxiety and tension. Is well, that... I think I was accepting
3: a lot of um, the diagnosis before doing my own research, and now that I've done some research and talked to some other people, I think I know what caused the problem, so I'm uh-huh. not as worried, but I'm just wondering if anything shows
1: uh-huh. up. Well, and before I actually move into your aura, I just need to continue to kind of qualify this because okay. your, your aura is so strong about, in my opinion, about fear and anxiety and worry about this. So do you tend to worry about your health or is it something that's kind of on the back of your mind? Um, no, I think that my health I take for granted because mm. I, I'm basically been healthy, mm-hmm.
3: but this one sort of threw me for a loop.
1: OK, so that's what I'm feeling is this, yeah. this sudden onset, because, you know, even as I'm now moving into your body, I'm in your adrenal glands. I'm in fight or flight. I'm in this huge question mark at the back of your heart chakra because there's a little bit of a feeling of betrayal you know, from the universe. Like, wait a minute. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> I'm this healthy, healthy, healthy person. Yeah. And, and so what I'm being told is that what, whatever it, this is, I have some ideas, but whatever this is, it has a lot to do with receiving. And so when when we look at hormones, and again, we're back to subatomic particles, right, the uh-huh. subject matter of the show, when we're looking at hormones and glandular activity in the endocrine system, when we have things off balance, many, many times it has to do with a limited ability to receive. you know. And of course, I don't know the whole situation of your health circumstances, but hormones are very small particles, right? They're we don't need a lot of hormones released into our system in order to activate our body. And hormones com- communicate to the cells in your body, and those cells then carry in your, to your organs and create the function and the movement of these organs. So hormones are like the backbone of the language of health when it comes to our body. And so if we're not great at receiving, if that's not one of our favorite components, that's an area of the body that can be affected. Um, and then we decrease the function or language and communication into the organ system. So how good are you at receiving? Um, I, I think I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what have you done to get better? You know, Can you give me some examples? Well, I've done some visualization techniques. Mm-hmm. So I think
3: you recommend some, you know, about you know, your favorite bird walking through the back of your heart when you receive a compliment. Right. Yeah, and then um, just accepting
1: help from different people in my life. Good, good, good. I I love the accepting help. And, you know, maybe you already do this, but instead of just one bird, like hundreds of birds flying into your back or seven pools of Hana, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so something in very, very large quantity. Yeah. And so when you're doing these receptive activities, which... Those are ones that I would recommend. That is, those are really good answers. How does it feel when you're receiving? Oh, feels good. It feels okay. warm. It feels it feels warm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it feels warm. So what I'm going to ask you to do is, in, when you're in that warmth, is to really spend more time in that warmth. Even if, if you need to go back to it later in the day or the next day, just go back mm-hmm. to that warmth and think of how valuable you are. You know that because every human being is precious. You know we all offer so many magnitudes of teaching to the rest of the planet. Every circumstance we're in, every situation that we're a part of, positive or negative, we're part of the equation of learning and education and growth and evolution. So when you're in that warmth, if you could think of how much you're valued, um, then I think you'll be able to, I think you're going to turn this around anyway. Yeah. I do think it may be a little bit of a, what I would call mild... Um, chronic situation, mm-hmm. and, I, and I mean mild, and yeah. and the reason why I say that is because I think it's going to creep up every now and again, you'll catch it early, and you'll resolve it each and every time from what I can see, mm-hmm. but it'll be a teacher for you that, oh, I need to get back to receiving again. I need to get Uh-oh. back to receiving. So perhaps in your receiving, maybe what you give out is still quite a bit more than what you're receiving. Okay. Do you think that's that true? That makes sense. So that's true for you that you do give a lot i, uh,
3: yeah, in the past especially,
1: okay, all right, yeah. so I would you just expand that i 'm valuable while you 're in that warmth, and I think you'll notice almost immediately lab values changing, you know resolution to the symptoms that you 're having, and and we can even you know, get away from this mild chronic that I called it because it doesn't have to be that either. But it's just what I'm projecting right now in your aura. But Any of that can change at any moment. It can just be healed. Oh, right? It doesn't have to be a chronic circumstance. Sounds good. So is this helpful? It's very helpful. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Now we're on to Kelly calling all the way from the Napa Valley area of California at uh, St. Helena.
4: Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm great. Thank you. you Sure. How's River? He's doing great. He's, uh, yeah, he's doing really
1: well. I know he's walking. I love Facebook. It's my new favorite, you know, best friend because I get to see little things about people that I don't get to see on a regular basis or connect to. And you put a little video or a picture up there of River walking. It was so nice to see. That's
4: right. Thank you. It's a, it's a recent event for him um, in the last two weeks. So And now he just wants to walk everywhere. It's so wonderful.
1: Oh, that's just great. Congratulations.
4: Thank so you.
1: What can I do for you today?
4: Well, uh, my husband and I have decided to move forward with um, the house buying a house. Yay! Yeah, and we found a house that we really love. Uh-huh. Um, and I wanted to get your feedback on it. It's um, it's a short sale, and they first it's in uh, Lake County,
1: okay.
4: um, specifically Hidden Valley Lake. And it's they listed it at six hundred and brought it down to four hundred. It's been on the market for seven months, and we made an offer for three fifty, and so. We're about to. Um, the seller's accepted, but the bank now has to look at it and accept it. And I'm just feeling, um, you know, it's 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 a little bit of a commute for us, but it's on five acres and yeah.
1: it's beautiful. Yeah. What what I do know for sure, Kelly, it's time for both of you to buy a house. And we, okay. you and I, felt this earlier. You know, maybe like in the beginning of the year or the end of last year. I can't remember when we had a conversation. But yeah, it's definitely time to buy a house. It's a great price for the area. That's fantastic. You get five acres. You can build on it. You can expand. You could subdivide. All of those things, and so instead of getting worried about the bank and are they going to take the offer, I'd love for you to stay in that subatomic particle energy of that everything is going to work out better than you can imagine. Maybe even take the picture of this current house out of your mind, so that if there is a better house for you, that the universe can provide that for you as well. So you're going to think about being a homeowner and moving into your home with your family, your first home with your family, and how happy you are about it and how perfect the home is. You know that the flooring looks beautiful. You like the trim, the backyard's lovely, the home is safe and well organized, and the energy flows in all the rooms and beautiful equality. And so that's what I want you to hold on, kind of a general bit high vibration of what you really want without being too specific or worrying or thinking about the bank. Because when you worry about the bank, which you are doing, by the way, you're, <laughs> you're sending trillions of subatomic particles of worry to the bank. So they may scrutin your application more than they need to or, or reevaluate it when they wouldn't necessarily. So, okay. so, you know, go ahead and get into that place of the perfect house for you and your family, you know, that where you can grow all the things that you want about the house without being too specific about what it looks like. Okay, because the universe could bring you something that's actually better, okay, than what you're thinking. And I would spend some time meditating. This is it is going to happen. You know, whether it's this house or our next one, it is going to happen within the next several months, like between now and the end of May, which is a really short okay. period of time. You guys are going to buy a house and you're going to move into it. You'll be in it by June, you know, or sooner. So okay. yeah, because is this house vacant too? The one you're looking at. It is, yeah, because yeah. it looks empty to me. So you know, you could move in right away as soon as the closing date is over with. So
4: yeah, Yes, yeah, So we've we've looked at other houses and mm-hmm. uh, you know foreclosures that have sparked our interest, but this one, we were our jaws just dropped, and I thought, well, maybe you know, we both felt like this was our destiny, you know, and, and sure. I don't know what it was with with the vibe of the house and. Um, it's yeah a,
1: it's a fantastic deal from what I can see energetically, but you still don't want to get a caught caught into that's our destiny it has to be this one right because right. could be, there could be another house that you haven't even looked at yet that has more room and has maybe has already been subdivided or some phenomenal asset to it that you haven't thought about so you want to send the subatomic particles in gratitude of your beautiful, wonderful, amazing, fabulous new home for your family. Okay. That's what I want you to do. And don't think about the bank at all. Don't even spend okay. a millisecond thinking about it. Okay.
5: Okay?
4: Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And
1: keep me posted. I want to hear about it. I, I know you'll put it on Facebook anyway, you know, picture yes. of the house and we'll all be thrilled. <laughs> but awesome. keep me posted. Thanks, Marie. Thank you.
2: All right. Now we're headed up to Bellingham to talk to Nicola.
1: Hi, Nicola. Hi. How's the weather there? The weather's beautiful. Oh, I, I bet it's a little <laughs> bit sunnier than here, actually. It's- well, this is Sunny Bellingham. <laughs> okay, well, I've been to Bellingham lots of times when it was freezing cold and windy, and I wouldn't call it sunny, <laughs> but I believe you. It's sunny for me. <laughs> so what can I do for you today? Well, thinking about the subatonic particles, yes. I'm
6: wondering what I'm attracting to my shoulders, because my shoulders <laughs> seem to hold uh, the
1: tense, and I, I have a hard time moving it out. Right. Well, shoulders are about burdens. Uh-huh. And so anything that you feel a responsibility towards, which, by the way, I have sheets of paper that I do little doodling on when I'm talking to people on the phone, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just about to write off the word responsibility. So it's letting me know that you feel overly responsible for many, many things in your life. And so that's why the subatomic particles get attracted to your shoulder, because that's the part of the body that actually absorbs burdens and over-responsibility, so is it what is it in your life right now or maybe it's a chronic thing that you think about that you feel overly responsible for? Well,
6: I don't know. I don't think it's more than
1: maybe it's just a chronic thing. Uh-huh. No, it's it's I'm so directed to it and do you have children? I have, Yeah, I have a daughter. Okay, because I'm thinking of my daughter, actually, my oldest, Uh and how recently um, she's been getting some lessons about her parents aren't always going to be there to financially rescue her, you know, uh, and, and of course, we pay for college and all the lovely trimmings that go along with that, but recently she's been doing some other fun things, and I think she expected us to do what we've always done, but she's 23 now, and we're kind of getting ready to cut some of those money strings from her, and I Mm -hmm. I think it was a little... Frightening for her that we weren't so easily responding and running to the bank and depositing more money in her account. So whether that's your situation or not, I don't know, but I still have this very clear picture of my lovely daughter. So, are you over responsible regarding your child? I am. Okay. Okay. I am. So how how old is she? She's she'll be ten. Okay, well, she's quite young, right? So yeah. she's not 23, you know, still asking for mom and dad. So, uh-huh. so it would be good for me to learn the lesson now. <laughs> well, <laughs> and she's lovely, by the way, and she's incredibly bright. She's mm-hmm. a very bright young woman. And here's a word I'm going to use, and I don't mean at all to be critical or say anything negative about your daughter. Um, okay. The word I'm going to use is manipulative. So it makes me feel like she's a little manipulative, you know, like she knows how to pull your strings and she knows how to push your buttons. Yeah. And then you overreact, over-respond, over and take over the responsibility. And, you oh, know, I do, do that. Okay. This is the shoulder problem. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know, she is 10, so she can take care of herself to a large degree, you know, not financially and all of those things as of yet, but she's perfectly fine and she's incredibly capable. This kid is bright as a whip Mm -hmm. and she really does know that, okay, if I want something, I just have to make mom feel guilty. Let's see, if I make her feel guilty, 30%, because your daughter even has a percentage of how much guilt she needs to use in whatever situation she wants to get her way. And, and and you comply, you know. Yeah. It doesn't take long, and then mm-hmm. you comply, and then she gets what she needs. And, and so you've taught her, and she's, you know, taught you how you guys are are dancing, and now I think it's time to make a new dance.
6: Oh, beautiful.
1: No would be mm-hmm. a great word for her. And and then okay. I, I what I would, I would love for you to do is even just put your fingers in your ears or walk in the next room because she <laughs> just knows how to switch you around so that you're incredibly uncomfortable and feel guilty and give it to her. So, you know, you're going to have to have a nice talk with yourself and be your own coach Mm -hmm. and just start telling yourself in your mind, I'm a great mother, I'm a good mother, I'm a good mother, so that you won't feel bad and she won't get something that she doesn't really need. Okay. Okay. That's that's really good advice. Thank you. My shoulders feel better already. I knew. I can see it coming (laughs) off your shoulders. So when they act up, then you know you've overgiven to this beautiful child. And you're right. It's good to do this now because she's going to be 16 before you know it. She's going to be wanting the next newest, latest cell phone, and have rims on her car, and Uh you know, go to all all the concerts, and you know. So no is really good for her right now. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Have a great day. (laughs) Thank you. Sure. Thank you.
2: All right. Now we're going to go on to Kent and talk to Chris.
1: Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi. uh, I'm
6: doing pretty well. Good. I I have a question for you to um, check on my energy and my health level. Um, For about seven seven or eight months now, I've had chronic um, sores in my mouth. Uh And I've been to a couple different doctors, specialists for ears, nose, and mouth. Mm -hmm. And I've been to the dentist, uh, oral pathologist. Yeah. And they're just... Um,
1: They don't don't. know. Yeah, they don't know. And and see, this is one of my favorite things. Um, You're the type of client that would come to me, someone who's already been to a lot of doctors, nobody knows what's going on. And someone comes to my office, and they're describing to me yet again, all these experiences that they had, usually with a, a very flat affect, because they're just tired of telling practitioners about what's going on with them. And then I always happily report, as I'm happily reporting to you, you are so lucky you have not been diagnosed. This is a good thing because it's not in your chart. This means the subatomic particles haven't come in to say blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's basically a blank screen, which means to me that whatever's going on with you is more energetic than it is physical. Even though you're having physical symptoms that are showing up, it can't be diagnosed in the physical reality as of yet. So the subatomic particles haven't come in and formulated a pattern that we know in modern medicine this is great. This is a good sign. This means it can also shift out energetically quickly because you don't have to go through the diagnosis problem. You don't have to go through the belief system of being diagnosed by a disease and whatever research says about it. You don't have to work on those belief systems. So um, here's what I'm getting. Um, And I'm actually seeing a picture of myself when I recently had something abrupt on my body around my mouth. And um, somehow you're not being listened to. So someone in your life is not listening to you. Do you know what I'm talking about?
6: Uh, I know what you mean when you, you know, what you're saying, but I don't, nobody comes to my mind at this point.
1: Do you have a partner? Yes. That's what I'm talking about.
6: Well, she's very supportive and she is listening to me. So how about dealing with uh, the, uh, you know, uh, how about dealing with like a city that I'm trying to get them to, to put in new drainage systems or something with that?
1: Sure, that could be Something. it. So, so the city needs to put in the new drainage, and they're not listening to you because they are listening to you. I see correspondence going back and forth.
6: Yeah, they are, but it is, they're just, they're, they're, there's no real commitment. They're they're telling me a lot of things, but right. they're not.
1: Right, but they are I'm, listening, and and it, I, you know, for whatever reason, you do know how things function in the world. You know that there's a corporate way to work through something. You know that things take time. Right. I know you can be impatient, but you also understand that's why you continue on in what you're doing because you understand that there's a particular pattern that needs to move through that right. industry. So right. I, I believe you when you say your partner's supportive and, and I mean no disrespect to her, but I think there's an, a, a large aspect of you that's not being heard. So, it, and it probably is about a subject that's not related to whatever's going on, you know, with the city. It's another subject matter. And actually, as I, I'm saying this right now, I'm, I'm looking in your body and I'm almost seeing like a computer program or when you turn on your computer and all the lights come on, you know, um, I have a bunch of lights on my computer anyway. So I'm seeing like lights going on, like there's information moving deep in your body. So there's something within yourself. That is not being heard by your partner, and maybe you don't even talk about it anymore. Or think about when the sore started, or maybe a few months before, and a subject matter that the two of you were discussing that maybe you had to just take underground for a little while because it was too hard to talk about, or challenging, or uncomfortable. So that's yeah, right. okay. yeah. Th-
6: not, nothing comes to my mind with this partner here. I okay, we we've, we've been together for three years now, and
1: right. Right. It, it's not about a person being bad. This is just about a situation, sure. yeah. some some sort of depth, and and so if it's not your partner, look around at other people. But I'm I'm still at your partner, and I apologize for that because I I know it's not feeling comfortable as I talk oh, no, about it. Oh it's okay. Yeah. So maybe even think about how long ago did this start? Did you say about eight eight months ago? Okay. Seven eight months ago. Okay. So think about seven or eight. I mean, think about nine to eleven months ago. So almost a year ago, about anything that you guys were talking or a situation that was happening that maybe was on the peripheral of your relationship, but something that that I think that there's more that you have to say, and it doesn't matter if the person actually listens or not, quite frankly, it's really about... You know, saying what you're saying, getting it out as much as you possibly can and acknowledging that the person can't hear it because w- you don't have to have someone hear you in order to speak your truth. But a lot of times when we sense that someone can't hear something or it's uncomfortable for them, and it could be even something about her family, it doesn't have to be about your personal relationship. I'm right. um, so when you... When your body is sensing that she can't hear it, you might shut down something. And that's why Mm -hmm. your mouth has abrupted, because it's like a sore of, oh, I'm not being heard. At least that's the picture I'm getting in my my mind regarding it. Okay, and specifically the partner then? Yeah, it's something, because it's a very intimate relationship, you know. Uh It's very deeply intimate. And so there's something deeply intimate that you shared at some point that somehow wasn't heard. And so you retracted from the situation, because it's not a, a... a serious circumstance between the two of you, perhaps, right? Right, right. Because it's hard for you to even get a picture of it, so it could be something that's peripheral, like about her family, or something that you said about her that maybe, that something that you recognize is that would be great for her to do some inner work about, you know, something of that nature, I'm not sure. And she couldn't hear you, and so you contracted, not wanting to somehow make her feel uncomfortable, and then now it's abrupting in your mouth.
6: Okay, and what if I figure out what it is, or... yeah. So, oh, okay. Huh. Don't I, I need to revoice it.
1: You can revoice it or you can write it down. So, okay. any way that you can get it out where you feel heard, you can ask the universe to, you know, to listen, which of course they always do, but if you're consciously connecting to the universe while you're writing this down, it will help your body feel heard and then you won't have this abruption in your mouth because there's a history from your childhood of not being listened to. And so somehow you got retriggered. Yeah, and that is very true about that. Yeah, so you got re-triggered, and it's subconscious because it's, you know, I'm talking about it, but you can't find it yet. And that's okay, too. You can just sit with this, be okay with it, and it will gently come to your consciousness, and then you'll be able to resolve it in a way that works for you, and then your mouth won't have any more problems. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank Thank you. you. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and go to, on a break right now on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And we will be right back in just a moment.
0: Looking for a great place to get the word out about your business? Then why not advertise on the Marie Manu Cherry Show? The Marie Manu Cherry Show reaches a diverse group of listeners from all around the world and was just recently voted one of the top five shows on KKNW. Aside from a professional website, how many outlets do you really have to promote your business and literally reach across the globe? The Marie Manucherry Show has a listening audience that ranges from the U.S., Scotland, South Africa to Australia and beyond. Become part of the show and let the world know what you have to offer. Go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 to find out more about advertising on The Marie Manucherry Show. Rates are reasonable, and the opportunity to grow your business is substantial. We're Janet and Arian Balzo, hosts of
2: Living Music Radio.
3: On KKNW, 1150 AM, Seattle's Alternative Talk.
2: Tune in for high-vibe music and talk. We have guests that
7: are totally inspired, doing great things. Don Miguel Ruiz, Deva Pamal in mid-10, That's
3: Monday night at 7, Wednesday night at 7, and Saturday morning at 11, Living Music Radio.
2: Have you been thinking about attending Marie's classes but just haven't gotten around to it yet? Well, this could be the year for you. Marie has a great lineup of classes and a great new location. Join Marie every third Wednesday of the month at the Marriott Redmond Town Center from 7 to 9 p.m. Topics vary each month and range from embracing your intuition to learning how to surrender and let go so that you can manifest your desires. If you want to delve even deeper, Marie offers an all-day Saturday class entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. This is definitely the class for you if you feel as if your external life does not match your internal desires. Visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com for a complete list of classes. That's energyintuitive.com.
1: The search is over. You found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie. We are live here in Seattle. A couple announcements going on. Just letting you know that in July, I'm going to have a Bring a Doctor to Month. You know, bring the, bring a doctor to work to month. That's what it is. So every week in July, I'm going to have a new doctor in the studio. And I have a couple of doctors that I've had on the show before, and so they will definitely be there. But if you have some ideas of some a physician, whether it's a holistic physician or Um, modern medicine doctor, please feel free to email my website because I'm looking for a few more physicians to interview on the show. And I know all of you are bright, wise, healthy, amazing people, and you've met some incredible people in your life. So go ahead and email me the information through the website and I'll check them out and maybe they'll be on the show. And then also, um, with my newsletter, which is free, you can just go to the website www.energyintuitive.com I now answer questions on the website um, that people write into the website. So you write in and every quarter I'll pick like four or five questions and I'll answer them through the newsletter. I'll only use first names. So if you have a question, go ahead and write it in. Just do it under the question um, thumb point on the website and then I'll consider your question for the next newsletter. So that's really fun. It's very interesting. People seem to really like it. So today we're talking about subatomic particles. So wherever you are right now Now, whether you're in your home, your car, your work, the building that you're in, the vehicle that you're in is made out of subatomic particles. And those particles came together based on what you believe in, what you feel and what you think. So you are literally creating your reality all the time. If you want your reality to change, then you need to focus on your life the way you would like it to be. Instead of what most people do, they think about their circumstances, they think think about society's values, they think about their own self-worth, and then they create from that picture, If you want more than what you believe you, Deserve at this point in time, you have to actually think and feel outside of that box. So, if you want a bigger home, you need to visualize it. You need to pretend that you're sitting by the fire and there's marble under your feet and a view of the lake. And as you walk into the home you live in now, that's how I would love for you to walk into the house, is if you're walking into the home of your dreams. If you want a completely different job where you make, you know, a six figure income or, or, you know, seven figure income, whatever you're wanting, and you get, you know, 10 weeks of vacation, you get to work from your home most of the time and you love that your coworkers and it's a passionately producing type of work environment, then that's the way you need to feel because you're, how you're feeling is how energy is moving in your body and subatomic particles are then attracted to what you're feeling and that becomes part of your thoughts and then eventually it becomes your belief system. And this absolutely positively works. This is how I actually figured out how to have my own radio show. I was on the radio for the first time maybe six years ago Fell in love with it and worked on sending subatomic particles towards having a radio show, which I never, I didn't know how that was going to happen or if that would ever happen, but I enjoyed thinking about being on the radio, and here I am. So why don't we go ahead and go back to those phone lines?
2: All right. Well, we're so glad that you uh, were able to <laughs> manifest that, as is our callers who... We've got uh, one of them right now, Valerie and Kent. I'm, I'm going to work on uh, sending subatomic particles to my brain so that I can talk Me better, too. It's been just cut- having trouble lately. Me too.
1: Yeah. So we're sending <laughs> subatomic particles to our tongue and the coordination yes, of our mouth. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Excellent. Anyway, we've got Valerie and Kent on the line
1: okay. now. Hi, Valerie. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm I'm good. Good. What can I do for you today? Well,
4: I, I it almost sounds like nothing after <laughs> I just heard you speak.
1: That's okay. I I still want to hear what it is.
4: (laughs) It's like, my goodness, of course, that's, of course. Yes. Well, my life is a bit um, feeling like I'm in the center of a storm
1: (laughs) and you're giggling. Yeah, because a lot of times when people think that things are awry and not in a good spot, they're actually in a fabulous spot. And that was the first feeling I had when I heard your voice. So, well, thank you. You're welcome. Because, you know, when you're creating a new life yes. and the subatomic particles are switching from moving from a place of familiarity, because most of us have created very similar circumstances again and again and again and again, and again in our lives. And that's why we get, you know, we get disappointed and we think this is all we're going to get and this is all we deserve and this is just our plight in life. And something shook you up like a storm and you're now taking a risk and sending your energy towards something that you truly do want and negating the power past disappointments. So that can create a storm because all these particles are like jumbled up, moving around, you're not sure what direction they're going to go in, although they're very neutral, they don't have emotions like we do. And that's why it's important for us to send our energy where we really want it to be because the particles don't care where you send it, they're just going to go where you put your attention, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's why it feels like a storm. Um so do you have a specific question regarding it? Oh, Gosh, I just want to celebrate this. Oh, good. (laughs) Woohoo! bring
4: on the tsunami. (laughs) Um, Well, gosh, um, my brother is challenged in a very serious health.
1: I'm very sorry, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: And um, I feel so honored that he is allowing me to connect with him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: And so... Um, I had a premonition,
3: Marie.
1: It's accurate. And I'm sorry. You know, you know, my heart goes out to you in moments like this. Yeah. And, and all I, all, you know, what comes to me, there. Are many, many things come to me, but I'm not always sure, you know, I mean, I have, I could say, tell a hundred things you if you were in my private office. Yeah. You know, um, but, but the reality is, is for whatever reason, he's going to be potentially making some changes about where he resides in the universe. Sometime uh-huh. in the future, right? Yeah, and and I think he actually already knows. I've, I think he does yeah, too. I feel this contentment in his body when he thinks about it, and and I, I'm thrilled that he wants to share whatever time he has. And of course, he can change his mind and right, right, and have a much longer time here on the planet. Right, he could right. absolutely do that. But I love that you're connecting, and you're right. It's such an honor to be with anyone at any phase in their life. But imagine when a person is potentially going to be shifting from this world to another world right it will be a celebration right when he gets to where his next destination it's just like it's a major celebration with when human beings come into this world right and and so it is an honor it's a profound honor and and both of you seem to be handling it with grace and and keeping your minds open towards some potential positive possibilities, uh-huh. right? Even though it doesn't look good at this uh-huh. moment, you know, you, you do have your heart and your arms open to something unique, and it is up to him. If he wants to continue on here, then something will become available to him. And if he chooses to move on to the next world, which is, I think, his choice at this point moment of time, um, then, of course, he'll do that. And and it will be a lovely experience for him, you know, when he passes over. Aye. And I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. But your premonition, your premonitions usually are right. Aye. You know, you you are very intuitive. Mm -hmm. And and, and again, he has free will and he can change his mind, right? Yes. Right. And so celebrating every moment you have together, because this is what I tell my patients or clients who have been told that they may not be here for a long time not necessarily by me, but, you know, by a physician. And I'll say to them, you know, none of us know how long we're going to be here. Mm -hmm. I'll say, you know, I could die tomorrow and you could live another 25, 50 years, Mm -hmm. you know. So we never know. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when we have a glimpse of it it as a possibility, it's really a blessing to be able to consciously speak to the people we love and share our feelings and love one another as deeply and as profoundly as we can. And that is the gift that you're having right now. So I send all my love to you. Oh. And and if you can just stay, even though you're spending a lot of energy with him, you know, stay in all the happy thoughts about your life as well. You know, keep directing those subatomic particles towards your dreams. Aye. You know, th- I think that's your challenge right now is that even though something's come up that doesn't make you happy, ch- still channeling your subatomic particles towards your dreams because that's what your brother would want for you anyway.
3: Oh. Okay.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. So and funny. then the storm will calm down. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you. You're bless welcome. You. Thank you. Bless you, too. I appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. You, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Now we're on to Shelly in Bothell.
1: Hi, Shelley. Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do
5: for you? Um. Well, I love this idea about this, subatomic atomic particles. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of gives me a way... I'm thinking about things that I do want, but the first thing I thought of
1: was... All the things you don't want that are here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I just wrote the word karma on my piece of paper. (laughs) And and here's just a way to look at karma. And I had a recent kind of big aha about karma and about a past relationship, which was just so delicious and wonderful, the karmic feeling that I got. So karma isn't necessarily it's not about bad things. Karma is just about putting things into order. It's about bringing things to balance. And whenever you're in a situation where you feel like, wow, why did that happen? Like, you know, one of my relationships, my longest term relationship, I always wonder like, why did I make that choice? It just wasn't good for me. You know, although retrospectively, I can look back and look at all the wonderful things Mm -hmm. I learned from it. And just recently, I realized that When we are in a karmic situation where things are moving to balance, we're also giving the other person, if it's about a person, a relationship, which is what I'm talking about with you right at this moment anyway, um, we're also giving the other person an opportunity to grow. And to gain higher levels of consciousness. So the relationship is there to offer you tools for learning for your own self. But at the same time, whatever you're participating in, whatever you're bringing to the relationship is providing an opportunity for the other person, which is an incredible gift. It's incredibly generous. It it could be, I mean, not could be, it is an agreement that you had from You know, when you weren't in a physical body or from some other previous lifetime. So it's truly a gift in every situation there is karma. And karma is about intention. And where you focus on your intention, it's about recognizing that everything in the world is neutral. And when you have a judgment towards something, you're actually creating more karma. Um, because it creates then this feeling of moving into the personality rather than moving into the multisensory being who can have a bigger picture of the worldview or the universal view that is always drenched in love and gratitude and some form of acceptance. So what I'm asking you to do, and of course I don't even know your exact question, but what I'm asking you to do is to look at all those circumstances that you've been in where you feel like maybe your time was wasted and to recognize that you offered an incredible benefit for the other person or the situation, and that your time wasn't at all wasted. And and we know you learned pieces from that experience, but it can take years sometimes to offer someone an opportunity. And so if you could really thank yourself and value yourself for being there for whatever time period you were there, and in gratitude about, wow, I'm such a nice and generous person. I, I offered this opportunity for years, perhaps, and even if they didn't take it, you provided an opportunity, and mm-hmm. that is a tremendous gift. So, does that help? It it does help. I I what I'm
5: feel like I I'm feeling kind of conflicted. You know, if uh-huh. you're you think, oh, that makes sense, but in terms of the things that you want, right? And there's a huge right. conflict between what is and what you want, and you can't have. You really can't have both, even though I think I want both.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have both. Like, like um, talking about houses, I would really love to have a newer home. Um, you know, and I do want a view, actually. So I think about having this newer home and the view. But I also love the house that I'm in. Uh-huh. So when I walk in the house that I'm in, I, I do appreciate and have tremendous gratitude for it and wonderful memories in it and then I also get excited for the new home that I'm creating so what you can do in this situation is have enormous gratitude on both fronts and and that way you get to have both you get to enjoy being where you are in whatever situation that is while you're bringing subatomic particles that are neutral don't care they don't care if you have the old or the new or something in between they don't care they're just going to move towards your intention so you have gratitude for both while you intend on the lovely thing that you want to create.
5: And that um, it's not going to harm what is the present.
1: I, I can't imagine how it could, because when you're in gratitude for the present moment, then you're blessing it. So okay. how can there be harm and blessing? And remember, the universe isn't... is doesn't have emotions like we do. It's very neutral. Subatomic particles don't think that something is morally okay or morally wrong. Morals are something that the human race created to keep human beings from, you know, creating harm with one another. But when you live consciously and you you live in a multi-sensory experience. You don't need a m- morals to help you make your decisions. You have consciousness, and in consciousness, we make decisions that are fair and loving for all involved, mm-hmm. which may not always equate to the moral standards that we have in society. Right. Right? Does that right. answer your question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And this is about relationships for me when I look at you. I just keep getting
5: relationships. It truly it is, yeah. And I just, I think, you know, I'm feeling kind of ungrounded about it, and, and I think, at my feet. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not ungrounded,
1: but... I think that you're feeling guilty and, you know, if you can just stay in the... Everyone deserves to have as much joy as they can possibly handle. And when you seek out something that's more joyful for you, you're providing an opportunity for other people to also have more joy. Okay. So it will serve everyone positively. Okay? Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Now we're going to go back to Kent where... Half our callers I seem to know. be from today, which is wonderful. Uh, let's check in with Nikki now.
1: Hi, Nikki. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. What can I do for you? I'm not sure. Um, when I first <laughs>
8: called, I was, well, I wasn't really listening to what what the topic of it was. Yeah. And I was calling about a medical problem.
1: That's perfectly fine. I'm happy but, to and answer. And there's so many other things <laughs> that go around here. I mean, it's just... Right.
8: i, I can you see
1: anything here? Well, so you want me to do just do a basic reading, which I'm happy to do.
8: Yeah, okay. I mean about the relationship I'm in, and I'm wondering if that's why the I've had the same type of cancer that I've been fighting Aww. for in my early 20s.
1: I'm really sorry, well, and that's you, okay.
8: I mean, they can as long as they can take care of it, it's okay.
1: And I mean, you know, you, you are so strong; it's amazing. You're incredibly strong. You know, I was an oncology nurse for a long time, so I definitely know. I don't know, of course, what's exactly going on with you, but I have pretty good idea. Um, I will tell you energetically, when I scan your body, I am in your spine. So when I'm in someone's spine, and that doesn't mean that there's a disease process there, I don't know. When I'm in your spine, I'm actually in your will. So what's, what's happening, and I think this will help in terms of the health issue as well, what's happening is you've been forcing your will in probably just about every area of your life, forcing your will to, you know, dictate, if you will, how things are going to happen. And that is a positive aspect when you're needing to survive a health issue or tragic situation. Having a strong will benefits the individual. At the same time, one of the biggest positive effects that you can do for yourself is to connect to the divine because there are many creative resolutions that can occur that many times we can't think of. So you have to get out of your way, basically surrender and align to the divine, which is about faith and hope, and not wanting to control a situation, but just letting go and recognizing that how anything turns out, that it will be in your highest good. Do you know what I'm talking about?
8: Well, yeah, because that fits right into the relationship. I mean, my my marriage. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know, I think you know, like controlling, right? Not trying to make it better when I know it's not, right? Does that answer any? That sounds that,
1: perfect. And how long have you been married?
8: Um. Eleven years we've been together, fifteen and a half, and it's just—it's not good. Right? Just, okay. He's not—he's not happy with me. He's not—he's miserable, and I feel bad for him. But
1: and how are you feeling in the relationship? Miserable. Okay, so I mean, I don't like him. I—I
8: I literally <laughs> hate him. But you know, it's just.
1: Well, I think you got your answer about the relationship then. Yeah. You know, that, you know, a time out at the very least, you know, living apart if you can, learning how to get your energy back to yourself so you're not in that frustrated energy, which isn't great for your healing either. You know, it's not great for healing your body when you're mad, right? Mm-hmm right so so that sounds like to me and so yes not trying to make it all look perfect and that you know and that you are getting along so well because that's probably part of the spinal control that i'm seeing is you know making sure that everything looks perfect when it's not and just letting things be let it let them fall apart because that's when things can be reorganized regrouped, reestablished new subatomic particles can come in that are not in control and then you can have some healthy resolution
8: so basically just let it go don't buck the situation, just go with the flow the way it is? Or? No,
1: I would pay attention to what's happening, but don't control it. Don't control it to make it look good. I keep seeing pictures of one of my relationships where I, I worked really hard to make our life look perfect. <laughs> and when I stopped, it kind of fell apart. Yeah. And, and so I keep seeing that picture when I'm looking at your energy. I think you're already there. You're like in the middle of not fixing it. Yeah, I'm working nice. at it. Yeah, I'm,
8: I'm tired of it. You know, I just like... I. Like I said, I don't pick up after you anymore. I said, I'm, I'm not your maid. I'm supposed to be your wife. And I mean, it is to that point now.
1: Good. I think that's absolutely wonderful. And you're going to do it for yourself, which will help your body heal because this is an, also an act of receiving when you stop taking care of another person. And when you're having a health issue, you know, we need medications to work. We need your body to respond in a healthy way. It needs a lot of energy. So that means that you have to receive. You have to take in. And if Yeah, you know,
8: one of the nicest things if you have somebody that you feel cares Uh and is concerned, and there's never any outward caring or showing or questioning, well, what did you find out this time? Or, you know, it's just like
1: this. Right. (laughs) So it's important to allow yourself to receive, and the more you can take in, you might notice him being uh, more concerned, or you'll definitely notice other people in your life being more concerned. Because as soon as you can receive, then you're going to attract subatomic particles to your body that say, oh, Nikki's gonna receive. She's gonna let energy in, and then your external world will match the internal changes that you've made. Really? Yes. That makes sense. Yes, yes. And and I, and you're doing great by the way. I mean, when I'm in your body, I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm happy. So this
8: is something that's just gonna it's not gonna be a dead thing. It's I mean it's right.
1: I don't see that. Um you're I
8: mean, I wasn't thinking death, but is right. it something I'm gonna have to deal with the rest of my life? I'm or hoping we're gonna be an end to it.
1: I, I'm looking at um and, and I'm hoping this will be a shorter time period, but I'm looking at something that you may be dealing with with for the next five to eight years but not you know s- super hard you know yeah. more, more just a kind of a check-in and I'm hoping that I'm hoping it ends before then but I'm thinking by that eight-year time period you'll be in an excellent place of receiving and then your body will just stay healthy and healthy. Yeah. I'll be so old by then. <laughs> no of course not of course not but, but no. you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about right yeah. yeah so I don't see you leaving your body anytime soon. Cool. Yeah so go ahead and start receiving. Okay. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye.
2: And we're going to stick with Kent and talk to Angelique now.
1: Hi, Angelique. Hi. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you today?
7: Um, I have, like, a weird question. I had read on your, um, I forget what it's called. You know the site? Those... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> actually, it Actually, was a story about Julia. It was something that you send out, um, Mm -hmm. I get so nervous when I do anything like this. But anyhow. Of
1: course, I don't blame (laughs) you. I would be too.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I read the story about Julia with her face problems and stuff. Yes, right, yes. Uh, I've had like weird experiences throughout my life where people have told me, oh, you've got this thing you're supposed to tell the world, yada, yada, yada.
1: I agree. Um, I agree. You are psychic. You're intuitive. You have uh, wonderful aspects in your connection towards creation. You just probably don't know it yet, kind of like how I had no idea. So okay. I agree, and that's why that story stuck out for you. But go ahead, finish your question. <laughs> well, I have actually been
7: talking to some people who I've always believed in all of this, and of course, my family doesn't. Yada yada yada. But <laughs> I get these encounters where people tell me this: I have this face problem, uh-huh. that, and the more I go, okay, I'm going to work on my intuitive side. I'm going to try to be more, you know, in tune with all of those other things, like see things, hear things, because I've always had that, right? Um. I get these horrible rashes all over me. Yeah. And someone told me who actually does psychic stuff or stuff like that, she had told me, oh, that's just because you're afraid of it.
1: She's right. And so here's here's the thing. The, the seventh <laughs> chakra, which I think I wrote in that, yes. that note to Julia, mm-hmm. which was on the website, answer, you know, ask Maria a question type of thing through the newsletter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the seventh chakra, when it receives energy, it receives unconditional love from the heavens. And you probably have a past life connection where when you use your psychic ability, mm-hmm. bad things happened. And so you probably shut off the energy in your crown and the crown governs the skin. And so then your skin does weird things like get a rash. So the next okay. time you start to do intuitive inform- you know readings or whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, make sure that the your crown is open. Just tap all along the top of your head and then visualize wonderful white light streaming into your body, moving all the way down to your core and okay. then feel valuable. You know, think okay. of things that you love unconditionally and then transfer that love into your body or just think like you're worth yellow diamonds or pink diamonds, you know, something very <laughs> expensive or something that you really love that has a lot of value for you. I just happen to love diamonds. so. <laughs> So, okay. And that, that will trigger a, a new truth, a new truth that you're valuable. And then tell your body when you're doing intuitive or psychic readings or you're having those experiences that you're safe. Literally look down at your body with your eyes open, like look down at your lap or your hands or your legs and say, you know, it's 2009. It's great to be a woman. I live in a safe part of the world. And I, I get to be free and I get to be myself. Okay. All right. So, And that way you won't have those abruptions anymore. <clears throat>
7: Okay, can I see one more quick sure. question? Uh, my daughter um, talked about her angels and how yeah. we picked each other and all of this. It's my yeah. youngest one. She's been telling me that she's going to go to heaven and
1: that I'm going to miss her. Is she just talking? Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> you know, it makes me nervous, so it you know, <laughs> <laughs> makes me a little bit nervous. Ask her more specifically, well, when, honey, when are you planning to go to heaven? And then she might say, oh, in about 100 years, you know. She may yeah, she, okay. say she something like that, but um, I, I don't see a problem with her, you know, but but it does, you know, as a mom, you know, that would freak me out too, actually. Right. But I would, I would ask her more detailed questions and listen to your intuition. I think you would know if That's one of your thinking. children was going to leave you early. You would have had mm-hmm. an impression probably before you actually had the child. A okay. lot of women that I know who've lost their children young had an impression that something was going to happen to their child before their child was even born. Okay. And, and kind of had a feeling, not a fear, but a knowingness like, hmm. Wonder how long they're going to be here. Kind of that right. intuition is not, again, it's neutral, right? It's not a fear-based experience generally. Right. It's, right. it's just a, a flow of neutral information that comes into our awareness. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Have a wonderful day and good luck. Thank you. You too. All right. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.
2: If I had told my mom that, she would have said, not unless you eat your broccoli.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There, That's a great answer. Yeah, (laughs) that's a great answer. You're
2: not going to heaven unless (laughs) you clean your room. That's for sure. (laughs) So make it
1: funny and, and not a big deal and don't take it seriously. And, you know, and again, since she didn't have that awareness. But I like that. That's very good. So today we've been talking about subatomic particles. If there's something you want in your life, what I would impose most in terms of your knowledge is that everything is made of particles and these particles are neutral. They don't care if you're upset. They don't care if you think that bad things about yourself. They don't care if you believe you're unworthy. If you can focus on it, even for moments at a time, every single day or several times a week in a happy place, you know, like um, me driving around with the sunroof open or it makes me very happy. And so that's a great time for me to spend time sending particles to the areas of my life that I would love to be different, in joy, appreciation, and gratitude. So please do this because you can change anything and everything in your, your life, and you deserve to be as blissed out and as happy as possible. Have an absolutely wonderful day. This weekend, the Northwest Woman Show will be happening in Seattle at the Quest Field. So head down there. I won't be there this weekend, but head down and enjoy all the wonderful things at the Northwest Woman Show. Have a great day. Until next time, joyful blessings.